Jones in the Huddle Podcast. This is Jay and Joe. Back for another episode. What's going on, fellas? Season two, episode two. We back once again. It's back on. like we never left. Let's get to it, man. Don't even fuck around with him. Let's go. Indeed, we got the Gypsy King entering the ring right now. A little boxing action going on. We got some good uh, feedback from the last episode. Um, we got some newer developments from the Jay-Z situation. And we found out a little bit more about what it is that they're trying to do with these concerts. Is it in merchandise? And I guess a percentage goes to social justice. Is that is that what you got from it? I think he got he got white tees for sale, I guess. And, and <laughs> you know, probably after that, he's taking some of the money. He's putting it into couple of organizations i think one of the organizations was a little a little bit of controversy around that i think ain't that right uh Tews? well yeah i guess one of the organizations that they're utilizing is an organization that had a project where they were giving out free haircuts for people with dreads and corn rolls or braids which a lot of people had some issue with that well well is that really what we want to try to do is force people to conform to a certain society that they think is acceptable? I don't know. I mean, I get that whole idea, but I wouldn't think Jay-Z with the hair that he has going on today would be signing up to have kids conform based on what type of hair they choose to to display. So I don't know. I don't know. I don't know if that's yeah. the organization you wanted to lead with. I'm sure somebody got fired in the Rock Nation social... Justice Department. What's that news? So you out. think Hove didn't know that that was was going on? Hell no, I don't think Hove knows anything about these organizations. To be honest, <laughs> yeah, that would be Hove doesn't know about the RNSJ. That Rock would be irresponsible. I don't know. I would hope he would know. Yeah, I think he knows the name of some. I know Know Your Rights is not one of the organizations <laughs> that they're partnering with. I was, so. Yo, you took the words right out of my mouth. I know who is not getting a dime. And mm. It's Colin Kaepernick's organization. Huh? Once again, not a good look. Hope is batting like a thousand right now on the, on the not good look. We're still going to give him time. Yeah, you know, we spoke yeah. our piece about it last time. Um Week one of the NFL was somewhat entertaining. I know I, I won my matchup in the... Um, mm, I knew that was coming. <laughs> in the I Am Legend Fantasy Football League, the premier league in America. I know I won my matchup. How about you, Dante? Oh, I, yeah. Yeah, you played me, so you couldn't have won. It was a good... It was a valiant effort, though. It's a long, it's a long season. You always start out... <clears throat> talking shit but then you get quiet <laughs> you, get, you, you get quiet not this year time. we'll see not this year <laughs> but we, I might have to bring back the videos if y'all keep talking y'all know how I do with the videos oh, man. Oh, I might have to bring that back that to yeah. come back I need the bus driver I need to see that again <laughs> uh, I might put that out I might put and we might have to put that in the comments so that way they can see how official these videos are man you know what I'm saying a little, little throwback Thursday or flashback Friday something yeah. like that might have to do that, man. It's, it's real. But since we're on uh, Mr. Antonio, well, we're on the NFL, so let's just go into the elephant in the room, Antonio fucking Brown. 
The saga fucking continues. If OJ is disappointed, then you know it's a problem and shit. (laughs) (laughs) If the juice is not understanding what's going on and he thinks that, you know, Antonio's doing too much, then you know there's really too much going on right now. So let's rewind the tape. The last time we spoke, he was still on the Raiders, right? Yeah. He was still an Oakland Raider. And since then, he's moved on from the Raiders. He's been released. And now he is with the New England Patriots. Let's start with the behavior that we saw that led up to his release. Was it orchestrated? Hmm. Was it orchestrated? 1,000%. 1,000%, man. It was at a certain point, right? You can't have that many issues without having a full-on nervous breakdown and have to go spend time in a mental facility unless you're playing crazy to the crowd, to the public, and to your bosses, and to uh, ostensibly to your owner. And that's what the hell Antonio Brown was doing. I believe it 1,000% that it was, it was a calculated move. He was trying to figure out a way for whatever reason which I, I still don't quite know. But for whatever reason, he wanted to get out of Oakland and he wanted to do it fast. Well, he, and he just he never he, wanted, he wouldn't stop. I don't think he ever wanted to be there. And what we found out was he hired a social media consultant. So that to right. me, and then some people saying there's no way he could have orchestrated this or that. But the fact that he hired a social media firm and the way the excitement that we saw from him when he found out he got released... There's no way he was that confident he was going to get another job unless mm. he already he knew what the end game was. Yeah. Now, we do know that the Oakland Raiders gave up a third and a, what was it, a fourth and a fifth a round? Third, third a third and, fifth, and a fifth? A third and, and a fifth. fifth? Offered a third and a fifth round to get Antonio Brown. Maybe it was a fourth, something like that. But it wasn't, you know, a one or two rounds. New England offered a first-round pick. But because they are arch-rivals at this mm-hmm. point, I wouldn't say arch-rivals, but they become a pretty hot rival with one another. Right. Yep. They won the rivalry last they week. They won the rivalry last week. Not no. even close. <laughs> but we do know that they probably were reluctant to send them to a team they know they're most likely going to be in competition with in the playoffs or – to get to a Super Bowl. Right, and not to mention, everybody hates the Patriots, so we're just not going to give you him. That's yeah, all. Yeah, well, we're not going to... You, you've won six. <laughs> Count them. You've won six Super Bowls. So, of course, we don't want to make you better than you already are. Understood. Yeah. But the fact that the Patriots did offer him that, they rather ship him to Oakland because everybody pretty much feels Oakland is going to a landfill at this point. Nobody's going to hear from you again. We don't like how you've treated us. We're going to send you to a place where nobody's ever going to hear from you because you're going to be 2-14 and, and, and 14 most likely. I think Oakland's going to be better than what people think. But I, I, I do I, too. I, I hear what you're saying. I do too. But yeah, this is too. at the time. Yep, this yep, is yep, at the yep, time. Yep, yep. And even historically, when Randy Moss went there, it was like, okay, yeah. that was a bad experiment or experience for him. Everybody thought his career was over. Then he goes to who? Bill Belichick and the New England Patriots. So, 
here's what I believe. Drew Rosenhaus knew Antonio didn't want to go there. But he had to because that was the trade that was worked out between the organizations. Drew Rosenhaus has connections at damn near every team, including the Patriots. And they probably gave him the word, if something goes wrong there, we can figure something out. And then those discussions started to happen. I don't think A.B. ever planned to play for the Raiders. It was just too much wild, goofy shit. And that's what we... I guess, accustomed to seeing from him, but not to this level. Not when you think that now he feels like he's gotten out of a situation he didn't want to be in. You're going to come in and be on your best behavior. This shit was one thing after another. I mean, do do y'all think he actually ever wanted to be in Oakland? I I thought he did. I, I think I think when the trade probably went through initially, and I don't know all the contract details, but I think thirty million of guaranteed is the number that has been kind of thrown out there. I think AB was all about you know money, and I think Roethlisberger, Tomlin, Tomlin, and 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 everything in Pittsburgh had gone bad. I'm sure Oakland wasn't his first choice, but I'm sure there was a contract thrown at him that made him okay with it. Now. I think at some point, I don't know what point was it when he had the foot issues, training camp. There was some some point in time where he made a decision where he didn't want to be there anymore. And by any means necessary, like you said, he hired consulting agency was using using social media to express his how he didn't want to be there. He he taped the coach, you know, when the coach thought he was having like a, Instagram or some shit. Yeah, he taped he taped the coach and the conversation, and then made a made a video out of it. The video actually was pretty decent, but. He was doing all kinds of foul shit, you know, to make it so that he could force his way out. I think that happened yeah. after a certain point in time. I don't but think there's it was no initially. way you're going to... Yeah, okay, so you felt like it was a certain point where he knew he needed to orchestrate his way out. Right. But and it wasn't up front. I don't think it was up front. Maybe, maybe it was when, like you said, his agent may have knew there was other teams out there that were in a better position than the Raiders that that he could play for. So maybe he, that's when he was trying to force his way out. I, I don't I don't like that move, but I think that's probably what he did. Mm-hmm. Well, then it looked like that, it, you know, he won. They let him go, and five minutes later, the Patriots had a whole deal worked out for him. Coincidence? <laughs> I think not. Right. But, hey, he got what he wanted. It looked like a win for A.B. It wasn't as crazy as we all thought. Then it was Lisa Bloom on line one. <laughs> Gloria Alvarez. <laughs> Gloria Alvarez. <laughs> all of them. All of them. <laughs> shit. Fucking Michael Alvinati and all of them. Shit. Whatever you can get. Mm. <laughs> so now there's this, this case that came out for a sexual assault. Convenient. <laughs> Is Mike Mayock behind <laughs> this shit? You think Mike Mayock fucking... Put the money up for this bitch's lawyer. Excuse, excuse me. That's terrible. For this young lady's lawyer. Do you think Mike Mayock <laughs> went ahead and sponsored this? I don't know, man. Sounds like they got some history. It starts off with a Bible study. Yeah, we're going to get into that. But let's rewind the tape real quick <laughs> with Mike Mayock. Now, this that's a good point that you made as far as was it something that he did up front and said, I'm not going to play for the Raiders. Did he orchestrate that from the very beginning? 
after some of the things that Mike Mayock did, yeah, I don't agree he didn't want to be there from the beginning. Mike Mayock wanted to treat him like a boy. And A.B. is a certain personality with certain people. You can't just get away with that shit. You got to respect who they are and what they bring to the table. But Mike Mayock still wants to treat A.B. like a boy. He's going to tell you to fall in line. And some of the ways and the things that they handled, you can't tell a guy, go apologize in front of the team. We're going to work something out. We're going to make something happen. And then two hours later, let him know that his guarantee is gone. If you're going to be a man and you say this is your team that you're running, you don't send somebody a letter and tell them they've been fine. You call them into the office and you have a conversation with them. So Mike Mayock is a sucker. So I will say that. People want to say like A.B. did this and did that. Yeah, but A.B. knows what he brings to the table. A.B. is a millionaire who is a little bit flamboyant. Most wide receivers are divas. You know what you're getting into when you bring somebody in like that. Mike Mayock, who has never been a GM because of white privilege, his boy John Gruden brought him in with no experience. And now we see what that experience looks like. What other example do we have of a GM not having experience in the organization going to shambles? Uh, Talking about shit. That happened in Detroit? With um, Mike Mullen? Uh, no, no, Matt, no, no, Matt Miller? no. I'm just talking about in recent history. When they brought Matt in Miller? Matt Palenka. Uh, Rob Palenka. Rob, Rob, Rob Palenka. Rob, Rob Palenka. Rob Palenka, no experience as a GM. Totally different yeah. industry. They brought him into the Lakers, and, and it was just a uh, catastrophe. So, stop with this bullshit. Hire people yeah. that are qualified. I don't care what color they are, but make sure they're fucking qualified because yeah. we don't I get those when, opportunities. I think when Detroit did it with Matt Millen, I think that's the year they went 0-16. Yeah, he was the one I thought of when two said that. I was thinking of Chip Kelly and Matt Do Millen. Do we know Millen. that Matt Millen had no experience? I don't know that he did. I, I think I he came out of the booth. Did he go from the booth straight to the GM? I'm pretty sure. We don't know that for sure, sure. So let's not just put here, that here, out there. Here's what we do know: when he got when he lost when he left out of Detroit, he hasn't been back in the GM since. So, oh, shit, look it up real quick. I don't I don't want to just throw him in there in in that bucket. We do know also um, John Lynch out there in San Fran. We haven't seen much improvement from that team, but his quarterback's been hurt. But yeah, we gotta give it some time. Yeah. I'm just saying, you know, uh, what do all of these people we're talking about have in common? Mm. <laughs> They're white. <laughs> Tell me a brother that's gotten a chance that never had experience. Right. I'll wait. But, um, yeah, again, Mike Mayock, you're a sucker. We ain't going to even do an OG or sucker move for your punk ass because it's not even a debate. Mike Mayock is a sucker. You can't even run a team properly. You tell him he's suspended and your fucking real boss, John Gruden, <coughs> says, nigga, pump the brakes. He'll be there on Monday. Then all types of other shit happens. So. Yeah, Ron was right. I think he jumped straight from uh, TV to the Lions. Straight from the booth to the Lions? Mm-hmm. We also saw that with um, your man, um, Jason Witten. No experience commentating. He gets the prime job that everybody wants. <coughs> now they got your boy... 
pick your nose and grab the booger. <laughs> he, hey, I'm gonna give him nah, some credit. I like Booger. Okay. He did okay Booger is better than Jason Witten. He did without okay. a doubt. He he called Booger yo, is better did. than Jason Witten. Booger did. is he better did. than Jason Witten for sure. He called he, a good he, game. He, on probably, he did. You know why? Because it, it sounded like he he cut down on his shucking and jiving. Well, they gave him it a seat. They, they gave him a seat in the booth. He wasn't in I the mean, bleachers with a up. raincoat. He wasn't on a recliner, <laughs> looking like a lazy ass. Stop, 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 stop. I'm just saying, man. They're not going to put no uh, gray-haired white man in a recliner on the sidelines. And and, right. and and if they tried to, he wouldn't do it. So that's the only they strike I got against Booger. Like a, Booger they had him on a recliner on the sidelines. In like, the, come, in, come in the bleachers, I seen him one time. That shit was bad. So, But I will say, Booger shouts to you because it was better than Jason Witten by far. What I would like to see is them call you by your real name, get rid of that booger shit. But that's Word. a whole nother conversation. Well, that's whole just, nother conversation. Yeah, yeah. So now we're at A B and this chick, uh what's her name? Brittany, I think. I think it's Brittany, Brittany something. Taylor. Brittany Brittany Taylor. Yeah, that sounds about right. Brittany Taylor. So Brittany Taylor came up and filed a civil suit Against Antonio Brown, let's, let's, that's that's important. It wasn't a criminal suit; it was a civil suit. Civil suit is not about beyond a reasonable doubt. It's about are you liable? Can we just go ahead and say you might be you might be liable for this? Monetary damages. Monetary damages. There's no jail time around a civil suit. So, in my opinion. If there was evidence that she can prove that this happened, there would have been criminal charges filed against Antonio Brown, which that is not the case. When Desiree Washington, she came at Mike Tyson in the moment, might I add, it was a criminal case. Mike Tyson went to jail for a couple of years. That's a good point. That's not what's going on here. So... There's three different incidents that took place, I guess. Yeah, so a little bit of history. She, I guess, they went to school together, Central Michigan University. You know, I think she was a cheerleader. She was a freshman. He was a senior. They somehow crossed paths in, in school. A, a Bible study, I guess, is what, you know, I kind of read. They were in some sort of religious studies or something. Um, yep. Just the religion is like a repeating theme in this which is kind of interesting um just for me um but anyway uh i guess you know they crossed paths again you know some years later back in 2017 he reached out to her over social media said hey you know you know why don't you be my trainer um she so then i think the incidents that started in 2017 um she she traveled to pittsburgh and according to the lawsuit um you know, Antonio exposed himself. Then he, then he, then he grabbed her and tried to kiss, kiss her against her will. Is what she says. And then, you know, she ran away. That's the first time. That was the first time. Okay. So then, what's odd is, in my opinion, so if that happens to you, you think you would cut this person off? Maybe you would, I don't know, tell the authorities. I don't know what you do. Mm -hmm. um, but you right. definitely stay away from this person. Let me push the pause button. So we're saying that they went to college together. 
Right. They had a relationship with, well, not, I mean, didn't have to be sexual, but they had some sort of relationship with one another. They were Bible study partners. They were Bible study partners. So he waited till he got into the NFL to get the courage up to give her a kiss that she didn't expect. But all this time, they never had any type of interaction like that. Okay, just, 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 just trying to check. Go ahead. Okay, so then after that incident happened, when she when she left the room, it says a couple weeks later, um, she she was at his house in Miami, and it says that she was again. The, religion is a repeating theme. She came back to the house. Okay. She came back to his house, and while she was watching church service on her iPad. Oh my god. Um, that's what the complaint says, Ron. I'm just giving. <laughs> yeah. I don't want to make light no of this, but I'm just. This is just yeah. what this is what I read, right? This is um, so. During she was watching church service on her iPad, and that's when um, allegedly Antonio Brown stood behind her. He masturbated, and 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 and, and bust off on so her. This, hold on, hold on. So, this is during a what church kind of program. Yeah, she this was, is a religious program was on TV. No, and, on her iPad. She was on her iPad, on iPad, and he creeped up like a creep would behind her, unbeknownst okay, to her. Okay, so he wasn't watching a religious program with her. Uh, it's just something that she was chilling, watching one right. at his house. She came to his house, and she was watching a religious program on her iPad in oh. Miami. You know what I mean? And, and, and he, unbeknownst to her, you know, did what he did. And that's right on her back. Didn't say where, but sure. No, I, I, what I saw no, no, said it yeah, was on her back. Yeah, okay, I'm pretty sure it's okay. Like she that. didn't know it was yeah, coming. He came on. Her yeah, back. he was coming, coming from behind. I didn't. I thought you meant where it landed. I'm like, I didn't read all that. But um, but yeah. And if that's anywhere remotely true, that he's a wild motherfucker. That's some. We gonna get to him in a minute. We gonna shit. we gonna get get to him in a second. But then um, so then they stopped talking to each other um, for a while, and then he reached back out to her sometime in 2018. Said he apologized. And requested that they continue to work together because she was, you know, helping him with training or whatever. Um, he said that uh, she agree- she agreed. So it's interesting. You got two significant incidences that happened, but yet she agreed to once, continue. Once a nigga busts on your back while you're watching Creflo Dollar, I would think that would be enough. Right. Well, you're not I, trying to yeah. come back. Right. Yeah, yeah. That ranks up there is pretty bad. So she had him agree, it says allegedly in writing, that he would stop flirting with her. So in writing? But yeah. In writing he said he would agree to stop flirting with her. So I don't know what the definition of flirting is. Somebody busting off on your back. But is there (laughs) evidence of this? If this is in writing, there should be evidence of it, right? It might be. That's what the complaint says. I mean, I know there were some weird text messages that came out later on that we get to in a second. But um, and then I think the final allegation is on May 20 of 2018. um, She after this happened, she then joined him, him and some other friends. They went out to a club or something in Miami. And then at the end of the night, she drove him back to his house and. According to her lawsuit, he pulled her into a bedroom, and I guess, um, you know, that's when uh, the, the, the... He forced her down and raped right, her. Right, that's when he raped right. her, alleg- special, allegedly. Yeah, yeah. And what, what date was this? This was on May 20th, 2018. So this was a little over a year ago. A little over a year this ago. this took place. Right. Okay. So this would have been after he first tried to force himself to kiss her. This was after he 
he bust off on her. Um, and again, all of these, <laughs> all of these events that took place, she never filed criminal charges. There was nothing, right. um, nothing brought up. And I mean, apparently, just facts. there's a mother involved from what I've from the text messages or something like that. Yeah, like right. her mother's been involved, and she's. I couldn't decode those. Text yeah, messages. I couldn't really understand that either. But for some reason, the mother's involved, which leads me to believe there was some kind of real relationship. If the mother knows who you are. Right. Most likely there's been some money and some financial sponsorship of some sort that the mother's probably aware of and probably contributed from herself. I'm going to be honest, and you know, certain segments of the audience may not like this. I think it's all bullshit. I think AB has been a hot topic for so long. And now is the time to strike. I think... That her mother, maybe as a lawyer, said, all right, this guy is not looking like the best uh, uh, personality or he doesn't have a good background about who he is as a person right now based on these actions that are constantly in the media. No different than the Kobe Bryant case, most likely. Y'all had a relationship and he played you. Now it's time for you to get back at him. Because you probably thought it was more than what it was. There's no evidence. This is just time to piggyback on all the other antics and actions that's going on right now with AB. So yeah, they've known each other all this time. And and through college and 10 years later, he decides to force you down and rape you? Like, come, come on. And it's like we can't say this shit no more because we're in this Me Too era. But it's to me, it's bullshit. Unless I see otherwise and see some evidence, she's trying to capitalize off of a bad situation that AB's been going through within the media. That's just my take. Sure. Uh, I can go next and Ryan, you might want to wrap it up. But um, I think for me, a couple of things. I, I don't, I don't want to make light of the allegations, but based on what we know, it, a lot of things look questionable. It's why did you keep a relationship, you know, with him after you went through all these things we talked about? Why, why is it a civil matter? Why were no criminal charges filed? You know, these none of these things seem seem to make sense to me. And then I think the last thing is, yeah, he's been a hot topic. He's dominating dominating the news, and I think somebody came out and said the Patriots have a bunch of clauses where they can get out of his contract. So maybe it could be a situation where he was an easy jokes, right? He he may be more willing to settle um, just to mm. stay out of the news right now. Um, maybe, mm. and then there was also news that um, one thing AB has has brought up to defend himself is that. Um, he said, I think the relationship went a little south when she wanted him to invest in a business with her, I think around, he wanted him to make an investment around one and a half million or there something like is. that. And so he declined. So, it is. you know, I think it's a he said, she said thing. It's messy. It sounds silly. It's not good. But it just, again, it just looks, don't get it looks wrong. funny. I'm not saying he didn't do some foul shit through the course of them knowing one another and having a relationship. Yeah, we're not defending Sexual or not. We're not defending I'm not saying that that he probably didn't do some foul shit. He probably did some foul shit as far as playing her and disrespecting her to a certain degree, which happens in a lot of relationships, as we know. But I don't believe some of this stuff. And it's like, how can you prove it? 
You were watching Creflo Dollar and he busted a nut on your neck? Okay. <laughs> like, well, how do you prove that? I think that's the harp of proving it, but I'll, I'm going to say that I, I definitely think that there's some validity to what she's saying. Um, but what I definitely, I definitely believe that he's made it very easy for her, um, for, for her team to come out at this point, you know, um, yeah. he, he definitely, he, 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 you know, he threw the oop and they, and they threw it down. Um, you know, just by some of the, just his erratic behavior, again, it, 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 what she's saying doesn't seem, it doesn't seem like it's too far off from a guy that seems very, very impulsive and very about me. I you think know, the world is about me and it revolves around me. So if right now, I don't care if you're, you know, Joel Wolstein or, or Creflo Dollar, you're going to hold this baby batch right here on your back. And I think that's just kind of, you know, so I, I don't necessarily, I don't necessarily think that, that she's not telling the truth. What um, I'm saying is if he orchestrated all this stuff, then he was just ahead of the curve. Maybe he wasn't as crazy as it looked. If, we can say he orchestrated his way out of Oakland. We heard some stuff while he was in Pittsburgh as well. So you make a valid point there. You make a valid point there, but I just can't see... At a certain point, when is it now, and I'll probably get killed for this from some people, when is it the point, the fact that you keep coming back to the fire? If all of mm. these chain of events are true, why do you keep coming back? And we've seen video of them hanging out like they best friends. If you're at his house watching religious um, well, I mean, programming so on her iPad. Honest. Yeah, I, I know. We could be honest, though. Why is she coming back? Because of the money. Well, she's if, if, right. if all that happened, uh, so you know what I'm saying? I mean, well, then you're putting yourself back into a situation. You're, putting, you're making risky decisions within your right. life. If that's... All these events happen. You keep coming back. Here, yeah, here come on. Here's I mean, what here's here's what I think we've we've un, we've un, we've unpacked it. We talked about as much as that's been out there. But she's come back. It's probably for money reasons, as Ron pointed out. But what she can't prove is that it wasn't a consensual relationship, mm-hmm. which is probably why yeah. this is a civil matter instead civil of a case. criminal matter. And she's trying to get yeah. paid. She's trying. It's some again, like you said. It's, it looks like it's more of a money grab more than anything. Um, and, and yeah, I don't, I don't see, I don't see yeah. anything beyond that. If, 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 if all the chain of events is the first one was he tried to kiss you and you ran away. You, you can't prove that. The second one is he busted the nuts on you. He busted on your back while you were watching Joe Alstein. You can't prove that. And then you say he forced himself on you in May of 2018 from what we know, you can't prove that. But yep. in a civil right. case, you don't really have to prove that. No, you just have to prove that there was something wrong done to you. Yeah, and you're going to get you a little settlement. And, and to me, it's just, I mean, it's its perfect timing. And she might not get it because there is, like, doubt in her story. Because and all of the, the only thing we can prove that's factual is that things have 
happened between those two and she keeps coming back. And if he's saying that they she had a, coming back. a consensual relationship, you know, you were in love with him. Then then what is it? <laughs> Bottom line. Is A B married? A B married. She had a boyfriend though. She had a long term boyfriend. That don't mean she went in love with A B. No, I'm not saying that. I'm just I'm just stating a fact. That's all I'm not saying it in, in conjunction with any of that. I'm just stating the fact about her as well. One thing we know for sure is A B is a different type of creep. I never I never knew about the Bible study move. Like No. Nah. <laughs> I don't know that that's the move. Yeah. The, the Christ, yeah, that's I the, think that's an out of bounds move. That's like I don't the, know that that's the move. I've heard there's like a Christian mingle dot com or some shit like that, but like this is different. This is different from yeah. I never heard of I that. Mean, we don't know AB's upbringing. We don't know what he could have grown up in the church. He didn't grow up in school, that's for sure. <laughs> Hell no. Yeah, based Yo, on those text those, messages. I'm right? not defending him. He's well, a clown. That's the only crime I've seen committed. <laughs> yeah, lock his ass like, up. Where is, where that is, is terrible. Where is Floyd when you need him? And let me just say this. <laughs> <laughs> that was good. That was good. <laughs> yeah, that shit was, that was, I mean, that was un terribly difficult to try to read and decipher and figure out exactly what he was saying yeah, you know was like with the you that know like bad. when the little young girls when they type and like they use cues for a's and all that kind of <laughs> shit like when they do that dumb shit at least you can read it and you understand it there was no rhyme or reason to what the right. fuck he was that talking was bad. about that was bad Horrible. But let's yeah. um let, let me just get this clear if, if those type of things happen to a female it's wrong for but sure. now we're in this Me Too culture where you know what else does happen? False allegations. We Have we forgotten that that can happen as well? So let's just, I'm just saying, we can't just jump on somebody because, you know, a female claims this or that happened. We need to see the facts. We do. And, and you know what? And, and, just, and, and just to kind of cap it off, to the NFL's credit, because we do get on the NFL a whole lot, to their credit, they have allowed, um, thus far I'll say, they've allowed this to kind of play out on its own, as opposed to you know, as so opposed far, to wanting right, to, right. yeah, as opposed to wanting to jump in and say, hey, wait a minute, allegations, he can't play, and da 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 da. Right. So far, they're letting this thing right. play out. So 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 in this instance, kudos to to the NFL. But, but you know, um, you know, you know for, for what? not wanting to jump the gun. But Ryan, you know, I'm about to look stupid, right? Because you know, TMZ Why? about to come out with a video of him busting a nut on her neck next week. <laughs> <laughs> she had a, gonna she be gonna have her headphones on. She ain't know it was coming. It's gonna be the whole nine. Man. TMZ about yeah. to fucking correct this whole shit. And let us know what happened. I don't know how they gonna do it, but they gonna fucking do it. <laughs> nigga, and he's gonna package that tape with, with, with the R. Kelly tape. Both of them. Speaking of TMZ, I didn't see them announce the charges against Usher being dropped neither. I don't know if y'all oh, caught that. The big, the big, I don't, know. I don't want to describe it. The big girl. Yeah, the big girl. Thanks, Ron. Um, Laura Helm, I think was her name. <laughs> but anyway, the big girl, her, 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 charges got, her charges were dropped. Usher did not do it. Mm. Good. That just didn't make no sense. <laughs> I don't. I don't <clears throat> want to. You know, some people. She's a beautiful young lady. It just didn't look like Usher's type. That's all I'm gonna say. <laughs> just didn't look like his type. From the chicks that we've seen him win the pageant, like it's an older woman. That's all. You know. 
No doubt. Hey, people, no doubt. That was clean. Sounds like you've been in corporate people training. Into, <laughs> people are into all kind of different shit, man. Shout out to Malik Yoba. Yo. You shouting him out. I just had a wild <laughs> conversation about all of that. It's a whole nother podcast. It's wild. But uh, we'll wrap this up with AB. We'll see what happens. He's supposed to be traveling with the team this week. He's on one of my fantasy teams. I will not be starting him this week. See how this shit plays out. But, I mean, back to football. Is A.B. going to work in, in New England? And then we can move on. Yeah, it's a yes. It's, it's a, a yes. yes? Yeah, it's going It's Yo, I, I do believe that it's going to work out. Yeah. Period. I, I'm going to go with, hmm. I'm going to go with no, only because I wonder... Two things. I wonder if, as this story continues to unfold, does it become too much of a distraction to where, you know, they already got Edelman. They got who they got. Who else they got? Ron. They got Gordon Edelman. Yep. They got James White. They got Sonny yeah. Michelle. You know, they got. Yeah. They already. They already got a pretty good team. And I think I'm forgetting another wide receiver. What's my man from uh, Indianapolis? Yeah, yeah, Dorsett. They already got Dorsett. They just, you know, smashed. Uh, Pittsburgh. So, at, at what point is enough enough? So, I wonder if, if he becomes too much of a distraction. And I think they said that there's language in his contract. You know, it's pretty much at the Patriots' discretion where they can just get rid of him. So, I, I, that's one thing I wonder, too, is he is a diva. So, you know, if he's not getting the the, the targets and the, and the receptions that he's looking for, does he then become create noise and you know all it takes is Brady yeah. two seconds to, to say okay I had enough of this nigga and he's out of there so I'm gonna go yeah. with I don't think it's gonna work I wouldn't be surprised if he lasts the whole season honestly but I'm gonna say I'm gonna say for now I don't think it's gonna work I think something's gonna happen and he's he's gonna get released and don't forget about Philip Dorsett he had two touchdowns last week maybe that rapport is starting to really come into play there with him and Brady I've never seen nobody disrespect Belichick Right. So, even when Chad Johnson was there, he was terrible. Couldn't read but the playbook. But he stayed quiet. Right. He stayed quiet. So, but A.B. is probably, A.B. or T.O., who's worse? Who's the bigger deal? A.B. 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 Yeah. Over T.O.? Hell yeah. Hell yeah. I don't even think it's close. I can't find the clip right now, but I think T.O. touched on it. He said something like, you thought I was bad. Like... <laughs> Oh, word? He put, Instagram, I, I he put an Instagram hear, post there. I wanted to hear his part. Yeah. I got to look that up. But we'll, we'll see. I'm not saying I'm rooting for AB. I just hope that if he does have some mental issues going on that, you know, he gets the help that he might need. Or word. is he just smarter than all of us? <laughs> we don't know. Well, one thing we do know is his helmet, the helmet deal he got, he just that just got dropped either t- yeah. today or yesterday. Um, Saw that. So, so he lost that, and I don't know enough about his contract, but I know it was thirty million guaranteed, and now he's got what fifteen mil and some options later. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But but in the short understand. term, in the short term, he got more money because okay. he got a nine million dollar signing bonus. Nine million, yeah. So yeah. in the short term, it was more money. It was not, yeah. And then it's also the Steelers are still paying him or something. I don't know. I mean, I'm pretty sure like he's money. 
At the end of the day, I don't want on my team. I take the Sean Jackson. Fly <laughs> fly. Hey, I was a witness. Indeed, indeed. We're gonna get into that in a second. But I, I will move on. I wanted to talk about uh y'all man Stephen A. Smith, who recently was on the Breakfast Club. It was a good interview. Winston Salem stand up. Winston Salem State. Is it some HBCU week? Is that new? And why was it in Wilmington, Delaware? But <laughs> that's a whole nothing. <laughs> so is that where Delaware State is? Nah, Delaware State's in Dover. So why the fuck was it in Wilmington? Uh, whatever. But it's a lot of black people in Wilmington. <laughs> it was cheaper to do it in Wilmington instead of Philly, I guess. Right. That's probably what it was about. But he was on a Breakfast Club, kind of trying to promote that, and had a good. I was kind of surprised that he did the interview. Charlemagne ain't got soft over the years. He threw him some shit towards the end, but. He didn't really dig into him, especially like that, the hoodie thing. I would have loved Charlemagne to ask him about that whole hoodie. Uh, the player shouldn't be wearing hoodies during warm-up because it, like, scares white people or some shit. But mm-hmm. um, this is just one thing that I caught from it. It seemed like Stephen A. is here to still try to help other minorities conform. Hmm. And, and and he's saying, like, his, his value to those that are trying to get in the game and come up is to conform to corporate America. And he's going to show you how to do it. Like, he's saying that he's not a sellout. He's looking out for anybody who wants to deal with the politics of corporate America and what the real world is going to present to you. And I kind of could appreciate his honesty in that moment, but is there a place for that at this point? Like, why aren't we talking about entrepreneurship? Why aren't we talking about in today's media age, you don't have to go through those channels to promote yourself and have a brand and have some ownership. Why isn't that the conversation? That was just my thoughts. What do you all think about that whole thing? You know, he's he's not an expert in the entrepreneurial aspect, right? He can only he can only teach you from what from what, what he how knows. To broadcast. Yeah. What he knows. Yeah. Right. So he, he came up through, you know, traditional structure, right? You go to college, um, you know, you work in you know, as a, you eventually climb you're up, you're a beat writer in journalism. You started off, I think, in the Enquirer, Philadelphia Enquirer. Yeah, a little you know. spot on CN8. We right. remember you. Yeah, yeah. Then you, yeah. If, if you get lucky, you can cover, um, you know, Iverson, Bubba Chuck for the first 10 years of his career and then end up with a show. Word. What was it? Quite Frankly or something like that. I remember that. Um, yeah. You know, you. so, so he can only kind of. Go off speak, of what he knows. Speak from what he knows. Um, right. You got other people that are kind of stepping out of the traditional broadcasting journalism role, like your Jamel Hill, right? She she left um, ESPN and now she's kind of doing her own thing, um, podcasting with that, the Athletic. Right. Great article with the Athletic. Um, so I, I didn't. I'm not saying. It, I guess it is a form of conforming, but. I'm not mad at that. I'm not mad at that. I That's mean, what I'm saying. Is there a place for that today where I think black people are starting to learn that we don't own anything? And people in positions like a Stephen A. Smith, like a Jay-Z, like <laughs> Markel, we had that little conversation about it 
via text and I was actually fucking with him on Instagram. Why? And, and he makes a good point. Why isn't the power move for Robert Smith, Jay-Z, Puffy, and whoever else to take all these HBCUs away from the NCAA? Right. Form their own organization and start to pay the athletes. That's where you really going to, you know, create some change. But we continuously try to rub shoulders and fit in with the, 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 the people that have been in power since the beginning of time. When we've continuously seen that they really don't want to fuck with us like that. So, you know, at a certain point, when is it, when is it time for people who are in certain positions like Stephen A. Smith? He's the highest paid person in sports media. So yeah, you good. You good. He's a black man, the highest paid person in sports media, and it's a black man. From Winston Salem. From Winston Salem State went to an HBCU. But is the message coming from somebody like him detrimental or counterproductive to where we need to start to go? That's all I'm saying. It's the sacrifice, right? Is he is he is he hesitant to leap out there and speak that way because he's Worried about the sponsorship mm-hmm. and the bags that mm-hmm. he secured for himself, right? Is he is that is that really what is 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 stopping or preventing him from doing that? Probably, right? absolutely, probably, absolutely. But, but he's from Hollis, Queens, man. He's getting tens of millions, fifteen of millions of dollars. I don't know. I and, don't know. And, and you know what? I'm not gonna lie. If I was in his position, <laughs> I, right? I might be doing the same shit. I might be selling yeah. shirts for social justice, but but <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean. He can say it worked for him, but he's—I wouldn't say he's an anomaly, but that's not always going to work for the masses of the people that look like him. For the majority of the people that look like him, Snowfall is a show that I love. It's a great show. And some people had a problem with the last episode, but one thing that stood out to me was. That that flashback or that parallel world, I don't know what it was. Somebody, if you have an opinion on the last season finale of Snowfall, hit me up because I've had debates with different people and everybody has a different opinion. But the thing that stood out was the way they tried to depict Franklin at a 3.9 GPA, goes to this school where he's a unicorn on campus, not too many black people, and they still tried to find a way to tell him, all right, we can't help you. You did it once. You can do it again. Pull yourself up by the bootstraps. It was your classic financial aid discussion for right. anybody who's been to college. Just, you know. Right. Money's due. Here's an issue with the paperwork. Clearest mistake. Right. That wouldn't, if, if, and if he was white, they, they would have recognized it was a mistake and gave him time to try to fix it. They didn't do that. Told him he had to. Leave school right then and there. He couldn't even drop his classes, so he would got F's on everything that would have stayed on his record. They didn't give a fuck. No. They didn't care. I deal with it every day. Right. You know what I mean? So that that's mostly the type of, of, of behavior that we see displayed towards us. So, yeah, Stephen A. Smith made it. You pulled yourself about a bootstrap. Stephen A. Smith worked hard. But there's a bunch of other people that work hard that somebody was there as a gatekeeper that wouldn't let him in the door still. So I would like somebody like Stephen A. Smith to start talking about the avenues we have at our disposal today. We're so 
how easy it is to post your content, how easy it is to create a YouTube channel or an Instagram channel or a podcast, whatever the case may be. Maybe he's doing that, though, through that initiative. I wish he would have talked more about what that whole HBCU thing was. Yeah, I don't was. even know what it was. They didn't yeah. really talk about it. It was just like, <laughs> he didn't even know the website. It was it was, it was kind of funny. But <laughs> but maybe maybe there is something to to that. Because he does have a podcast. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, so... Uh, but yeah, I, maybe I would like to hear him talk about that shit more, too. I right, agree with that. Right, maybe right. he's doing that. We'll see. Right. So, you know, that's just my thoughts on that. Um, I mean, I kind of want to hear the the whole California college rule that was just passed. Um, We've spoken about this a few times on different episodes. So most recently, the state of California passed a bill where athletes at the collegiate level will get paid for endorsements and likeness. It wasn't a huge stir. I mean, we kind of saw this coming. Big deal. No deal. I mean, what do you guys think? I mean, I've, I've, this is about the fifth or sixth time I've seen a bill passed around college athletics, and then we don't really see anything enforced. So I don't know what this really means, honestly. Yeah. It's just one state, right? I mean. I, yeah. My fault. Uh, Ryan, I'll say something real quick. You going? But um, I think it could be a big deal. I think it's a, it's a, it takes a couple years um, before the bill becomes like passed and is in, in effect. So I know the NCAA has been strongly opposed to it. I've seen, you know, different clips. I think TT out of a lot, ironically, was one of the people out there that was opposed, um, you know, to to having you know payments for amateur athletics or whatever. But I disagree. You know, I saw something like that. I'm like Tebow. Cut it out. He trademarked his that Tebow and shit when he was in college, so it's right. kind of hypocritical. And you're going to be fine either way. Yeah, you you don't speak yeah. for like, us. Cut it out. You don't speak for us. No. And I think that's what he was missing. But I mean, it could be a big deal in the sense that the other I've seen opposing views on it that I kind of agreed with, which is you know what happens to you know the boosters because everybody knows you know the not so well kept secret in college is that the boosters. You know, really have college. they run college, right? So, yeah. you know, boosters are wealthy people. I'm sure they can now create legitimate ways to give the kid from USC, you know, the the beach house um, uh, uh, apartment that he could live in as a perk. You know, they, there's going to be ways. Yeah. There's going to be loopholes where they can figure yeah. out ways to monetize and pay players. Shout out to Temple University for beating Maryland today. They won. Yeah, it's because of me. I gave a nigga ten dollars at the gas station, and I saw him. And he performed well, so I had a hand in that. <laughs> yeah, Temple beat Maryland today. Who'd you give money to? One of the linebackers I saw at the gas station. So here's $10. Good luck. He wasn't a linebacker. <laughs> <laughs> first, I'm a booster, nigga. First of all, a, 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 a linebacker would be on a bus, not at the gas station. <laughs> well, I'm a booster too, nigga. That was a nigga at PG County Mall that you just fell for. <laughs> trying to get this, some. Trying this to get nigga some... just gave up his. He just gave up his NCAA eligibility for ten bucks. Ten dollars. I didn't say his name. I didn't say his name. That was a nigga that's trying to get a Popeye's chicken sandwich, and you paid for it. That's all that was. <laughs> yeah, I was like, we'll get you something to eat, baby. Go out there and play nigga, well. That nigga was trying to get him a bag from down on fucking Tip and Dodge and shit. Word, word. Nah, that's what's up. That's what's, Maryland was 2-0. Yeah. 
before yeah, that yeah. game. Maryland was ranked number 21, Temple won today. Good for them. TUMF. Yeah. Good for them. Yeah, good. Um, but, Ron, what you think about this whole bill? I mean, I, I think it could have something eventually, but right now, I, you know, it's just, it's cool. Yeah, we'll I see. mean, it's, it's, yeah, it's just like anything else. Um, it, it has to play itself out, you know, it has to play itself out. Uh, there's a lot of factors that go into, that go into that. And, you know, it's, it's difficult to speak on when, when it hasn't happened. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So, we kind of just got to let it let it play out and see what it what it really is. There's always there's always loopholes and, and, and checks and balances. And, and at the end of the day, college, the NCAA is is never going to lose. Know what, what I'm saying? What they're afraid of. So, what do you think the NCAA is afraid of? Because instantly they sent a letter to the senators in California trying to combat this and say, well, we won't know what the line is between collegiate sports and professional. Who gives a we, fuck and, about and lose control? Right. We, so that and that's is, what it comes down to. Control. It's power, and, and power is what is money. Right. That's it. Period. Period. We we want we want every dollar. We don't want to share a piece. We're not partners. We don't want to act like we are partners. Well, well let me ask y'all this: Say a, a you know a Zion Williamson comes out of school, or a big time athlete, and now they can get endorsements and go to college instead of directly to the NBA. I don't know if that really is going to be a thing. Like, if you're that level of an athlete, especially once the one-and-done thing goes away, it may affect college football more than it does basketball. So I I will say that. Because college football, you got to be there at least three years. You can redshirt Mm -hmm. a year and play two years or whatever. So for football, I think, and that's probably the money, that, that is the money maker. Football dictates all of college sports. But for basketball, I don't know how much of, a, of an impact it's going to have because in a couple of years, you can just go straight to the league if you want to. And if you're not good enough to go straight to the league, what kind of endorsements are you going to get anyway, right? Right, right. Yeah. But for football, yeah, there's, there's, there's only going to be a in. certain level of athlete that gets that, that big money deal anyway. Right, but for football, who's, who's the cat at Clemson? Trevor Lawrence or some shit? Mm-hmm. I can see him getting some deals right now. My man that transferred to Oklahoma, he was at Alabama and, yeah. and transferred to was Oklahoma State. Jalen Hurts, Jalen Hurts, and everybody's talking about him now when yeah. they try to Shout throw out him to under the, the bus. Chip Kelly's ass today, right? Damn, Chip still ain't winning. Chip ain't winning shit. That's what you get for fucking us over, y'all. Know I put the Miss Sealy curse on Chip Kelly. I saw his ass, and I put the Miss Sealy curse on him. Mm. No doubt. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. This nigga's doing everything to everybody. This <laughs> Word. Word. I've had a lot. Of, I've had a lot of time with my hands this week. So, but um, yeah, I think it'll affect college football. I think those athletes will benefit from it if this ever actually takes off. Again, I remember a few times where a bill was passed and athletes were supposed to start getting paid, and then. We don't see anything happen. So, I mean, if it were to ever actually get enacted and pass and become law, then you know it obviously would impact the whole landscape because California colleges and universities would have a competitive advantage. It, but, right, right. You know, right. It, so how does that work? You know, it's kind of, it would kind of be like the weed industry, right? You know, you get a couple states start getting weed to be legal, and then all these other states just kind of follow follow suit. So I right. think that's what would have to happen. Um, and I see why the NCAA would, would want that 
to be would not would not uh, want that to happen because again right. they would lose control and power. So we'll just end it right there. We're gonna wait to see what happens there. But now it's time for the sucker or OG segment. Mm. Ah, boom, 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 boom. Hey, big time. We need a fucking song or a little theme for the sucker OG segment. Send me a jingle, nigga. I'm sure that's. I'm sure that's not the way. Send me a jingle. I'm sure that's not the way you asked for a jingle. Yeah, hey, well, he he knows how I am. That 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 was actually love and respect right there. <laughs> Show that nigga mad love, B. I showed him mad love. Put the whole cake in his face. But um, the first one here for sucker or OG. I don't know if y'all saw this, but Cowboys defensive end, or he might be a linebacker. I don't know what he is because he's a fucking cowboy. Demarcus Lawrence. Totally ignored a kid that was looking for an autograph. I saw that. Actually came out into the street with his pen and pad looking for an autograph. But he had a Giants jersey on. The team, the Cowboys were about to play. Demarcus Lawrence said, wrong jersey, kid. And kept walking. Is Demarcus a sucker or an OG for that move? He's a motherfucking OG for that movie. Mm. That's what he is. Capital you know M, capital F. With the OG on the end of it. Hey, nigga, mm. I don't fuck with you like that, cuz. Talk- why am I doing something for you? Right. You don't even fuck with me. I'm not doing nothing for you. Yeah, get out of here, kid. This is real life, punk. Wow. You know what I'm so we're saying that he's yeah. an OG. But now, now, Ron, you have a kid about that age. Well, Sonny's smart enough not to ask the cowboy for an autograph. Well, to get that out the way, we'll get that out the way. But say that he did, and it happened to him, would it be a sucker no OJ move in your opinion? In my opinion, it is still OJ move. And what I say is, Sonny, that's a sucker move asking that nigga for an autograph. And that's and he's the sucker now. And that's and that's great parenting. That's fa- that's wow. that's great fatherhood. It, right it really is. That's great parenting. That's what I'm saying, right? It's a teaching moment and everything. Hey, look right. here, son. I blame the kid's parents. Mm, that's I what I'm saying. Know. If we don't mess with him, then we don't mess with him, and we don't want nothing from him. Mm. You can't Get your life right, kid. You can't do two, that. Two you can't do that, OG Mike Scott. Moves. I mean, kid. <laughs> wow. You thought the kid Is that was two OG he was moves? trying to practice his white privilege. That's two OG moves in? So I'm going to go Shit. ahead and, and make this a clean sweep. It was an OG move. Right. It was an OG move. Out of here, nigga. He's lucky he didn't get mushed. Saquon. <laughs> <laughs> Saquon, I guess. Push him down. Saquon came in, I think, and did something with the kid or yeah, something. I'm awesome like, yeah, shit like that was that. a sucker move for me. Like, yeah, I was about to say, so whatever. <laughs> All right. Shouldn't be wearing a Giants jersey anyway. They stink. The terrible. Fly goes fly. Next one. This week, the man that we call the Mamba came under fire. <laughs> <laughs> took mine. <laughs> the Mamba under fire. <laughs> the Mamba was under fire for posting an AAU picture on Instagram. 
concerning the basketball team that he I don't does he coach the team or he just that's just his team that no, he's he coach he coaches his daughter coaches the team his daughter's on the team posted a pick they played the team a year ago and lost and this year they beat them by fucking 100 points I'm gonna hit the pause button real quick Kobe cut it out don't act like you didn't get two or three girls that's better than everybody to run up the score. Don't act like you just took those same group of girls and made them better than than them bitches. By <laughs> Jesus Christ, <laughs> Jesus Christ. Let me clean this up, Kobe. We know you recruited that that one girl from Tennessee. I'm gonna edit that shit out. Without a doubt. Time stamp. I'm sorry. I'm worthy Kobe right now. Oh man, you you got it. Down. So Kobe, we know we we know you recruited this random girl from Tennessee to come mm. play with that team. She didn't just miraculously show up in Beverly Hills or Malibu or wherever the fuck y'all live. We know we know you did some recruiting because you hate to lose. Mm. You found yeah. your pal Gasol to get you that championship. How about that? For sure. For sure. But it's a second OG move by Kobe for even doing that. Like, the girl wasn't in the picture. To this day, I don't know who that girl is, but the way the internet works... I'm sure somebody has found her. <laughs> so, I'm sure, what are these girls, about 13, 14 years old, maybe? To, for him to 14, do that. Well, we didn't really kids. explain what he what he did, right? He he criticized, well, he he basically said, is it worth me reading the full thing? Or, or All right, so the caption says, it's a picture of Kobe and, and the players, and it says, here's our fourth place, quote, winner's picture, LOL. Six of the kids in the picture stayed with me and worked every single day to get better and continue to work to this day. The seventh player who's not in the pick missed this game for a dance recital. So that should tell you where her focus was at this time. Meaning she enjoyed dance more than ball, which is, which is fine. So that's him being sarcastic. So the, the, the criticism was, you know, was he basically crucifying this, this little girl who, you know, um, chose to do dance over basketball. And, you know, we live in this world now where kids have to choose, you know, a sport or something that they specialize in or else they're right. judged. You know, right? we were in that situation. That happened to us. I where was... the parents were always getting on me lacrosse for the multiple sports players. You had your certain families that were 100% basketball. You had other families that said, I want my kids to play other sports and learn different skill sets. I'm I'm with both. Even as, even though I'm coaching the team and I want to win a basketball game, I'm not about to put no ultimatum out there for no damn family and tell them that they mm. got to tell the kids that he's got to concentrate on one sport at 12 years old. That's ridiculous. Now, right. should you be on the travel team for every sport? No. That's the problem. If you want to be on a rec baseball team, if you want to do some local a lacrosse team or whatever, you can't be on the travel team for everything. Right. That's the one thing that I had a problem with. Because right. it, for one, you're going to run the kid into the ground. Like, you can't go from Annapolis back to to uh, Bethesda and, and then back to Annapolis all in one day. Like, I've had that experience, and it's ridiculous. 
So I'm going to say I kind of get what Kobe was trying to do. Now, was it a sucker OG move? I would say it was kind of a sucker move. Maybe that's not the question. Two days later, Kobe posted some nut-ass picture of him dancing at 12 years old on Instagram. In the, in the lime green <laughs> shit. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Now, is that... Uh, that might need to be the question. Is Kobe a sucker OG for trying to say, at 12 years old, I took two weeks off from basketball to do this dance recital myself? That's not a mamba move, Kobe. That, hey, Ron. That was not a mamba. That's a sucker <laughs> move. That's what I need to talk about. Sucker move by Kobe there, man. Ron, what did you say on the last episode about Kobe on the last sucker? Oh, he is in the Hall of Fame for sucker moves. Is that what you said? <laughs> we, it is named after mm. him. It is the, the Mamba Sucker OG Award. You know what I'm saying? So to fall in line, this is an easy one, guys. Kobe is a sucker. So these are two sucker moves. Back to Being back. Passive aggressive, back being to passive back aggressive back. with a fucking, with a wow. 12-year-old girl. Come on, Kobe. Cut it out. I'm you a little put, sick of got, all this this defamation of character with the Mamba, though. He's my guy, but too. But it's kind of valid. He, his explanations kind were of horrible. Valid. Then he tried to double back, say, yeah, but the girl came back and played with us. Now she loves basketball more. What was your point? Yeah, what was the We didn't point? need to know all what this, What was Kobe? the point? Just we, say, hey, we lost to these guys a year ago. And now look at the score. Keep it at that. Shaq had nothing to do with it. We didn't need to know he was paying off these bitches. We didn't need to know, Kobe. We didn't need to know. The fucked up part is I can't even defend the Mamba and the summer, a lot, most, everything. All this shit. I can't even defend him. But I still fuck with him. I don't know why. Because he's a, because he's the, because he's the last was a local thing and it's it's the last of a dying breed. He was he was competitive as hell and we don't it's have the that competitive no more. nature. LeBron That's what doesn't have that. This is the competitive right. spirit. Russell Westbrook yeah. has that, but he's not anywhere near as good as Kobe. He's not was. a leader. No, nobody. Yeah, he's not a winner. Him. Right. He didn't make anybody yeah, good. He can't playing. take a shot. Another Kobe. Yo. Another sucker shit by Kobe. Being when you're bad. fucking right. downing. A twelve-year-old girl to your ten million followers—he's a bully, yo. He's a fucking bully, yo. He's a sucker, man. I thought he's you was an Oscar winner. Gonna have winner. to name it. Gotta act yeah, like an is. Oscar winner. Yo, we, well, this Tyson Fury joint is on the background, and I don't—I I don't know. I haven't been close to been watching, but he's banged up. I mean, if he loses this fight, it's a lot of blood. There's a lot of money on the line too, because the Wilder joint is supposed to be next. It'll be interesting, but. Another sucker move by Kobe Bryant. So we're going to bring another <sighs> repeat offender into this equation here. Kevin Durant. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Your man. Your man. Y'all know those shirts nowadays that say Detroit versus everybody and shit like that? Yeah. It's just like Kevin Durant versus everybody and shit. Like this shit is just out of control to where... I feel like he really needs to get help. That's where I'm at with it. I don't know if y'all saw recently where he was on Twitter and he said something about the OKC organization and how he'd never go back to that city again. And he had plans to. And when he came back, nobody spoke to him and it was no warm greetings and everybody down to the security guard to the cook. Everybody just ignored him and act like he didn't exist. Kevin Durant, you left him high and dry. 
They thought you were coming back. You were down 3-1. You were up 3-1, excuse me, to the team that you chose to go to. I mean, this, this, I don't even know where to start with this because we spoke about it last week where I felt like we never really dug in to Kevin Cupcake Durant. We never really got into everything about him. But he gets into a Twitter rant with a particular fan that comes out and, you know, it says, like, you gave up on them. Why would you think that they owe you anything? Why can't you understand why they're upset with you? Talking about OKC. Right. And he goes in on his fan and says, like, that's the problem. You thought we were in a relationship. We weren't. What? But you still expected them to have love for you. Then they come back and he says, dude, you have got to be the most self-conscious dude in the NBA. Give it a rest and grow up. He responds to this guy and just says, no. (laughs) (laughs) That was his response. I actually respect that. That was honest. That's actually kind of funny. That's that's funny. That's that's real. His child is still. No. No. Like, what's, what's wrong with this nigga, man? Kevin Durant made a bitch-ass move, maybe the biggest bitch-ass move in sports history. And now he just knows he can't defend it. So he gets defensive. Sometimes you just got to own some shit. If he came out and just owned it and be like, yo, you know what, in hindsight, if I had to do it again, I wouldn't have. I fucked a lot of people over that believed in me. You know how many people, if they heard that response, would be like, yo, that's all we wanted to hear, B. All right, cool. Go go rock out in Brooklyn once you get healthy. But he just keeps trying to somewhat defend it, but he knows he can't. So he just gets defensive as fuck about everything. Mm. And it's, it's, just, it's just weird, man. I don't know if y'all saw any of this shit, but it's just like... He just goes back and forth with people on Twitter. Two people that no longer need a Twitter handle or need a fucking smartphone. Donald Trump and Kevin Durant. I throw Nicki Minaj in that too. <laughs> Get the fuck away. <laughs> Stop. So, I mean, for me, I don't know. It sounds like y'all might might stamp it an OG move with all this back and forth shit with the OKC. It's a sucker. Another sucker move by Kevin Cupcake Durant. I said it before. I don't know if y'all enjoy the back and forth. You know, maybe think that he deserves some credit for some of this shit, but I to think me, the no answer is, is fucking funny. I'll tell you that. I think that's funny. <laughs> that that that. I mean, that's you know what I'm saying. Like that's just good. But um, what I'll say about KD is, I think you're right, and I think you're on to something as far as him. You know, maybe. Trying to trying to see a psychologist or therapist or something like that because there's there's a lot of there's something in there to where you allow people that shouldn't affect you to affect you that much. Um, I think there's something there. You know, I think that I think that Kevin do, Durant. Do you is think a, it's very, bigger than these decisions he's made? Like it's it's deeper than basketball. Do you think that he's had like, definitely um, self awareness issues? I Beyond think, no, I think any that, of this? Yeah, and I think that once basketball is over, I think that he's going to struggle to to have an identity. Hmm. I definitely believe that. I think he's going to struggle to have an identity. Um, you know, so that's something that we probably should keep, but keep an eye on. 
um, as as his career starts to wind and clearly down. The it, media, it, the media is not going to fuck with Kevin Durant. Like, no, he's, he's I not going to be Kevin Durant be is going to be it's going to be it's going to be like a Barry Bonds situation, right? That's what it's going to be like, and 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 it's, and it's weird because early on, KD was a media darling. Bro, I, I fuck with KD heavy, dog. I got a few sneakers yeah. that I said yeah. before. I said that before. Yep. I thought about burning them, but I like them too much, so I'm not going to do it. Yeah, yeah. So, so, so I'm a, um, you know what? Because I like that that answer, I'm gonna say that it's the OG boot. Nah, I'm gonna give him that. Oh, shit. Yeah, I'm gonna go with that. Just so just you're on telling that me that, that Kevin Durant has an OG bone in his body. That's what you're telling me. No, I'm telling you that I like that one answer. So because of that, I'm gonna call. I'm that talking about the o- full interaction. It was like ten different responses to people about this shit. That one answer shouldn't give him an OG stamp. But if that's what yeah, you want to give just, him, I just. Right. Yeah, I just don't want to pile on because I don't want to be the reason why KD drives off the bridge. So I'm giving him an OG move, and Kevin you tried to be block. the reason if why the Oxycontin bottle was empty. Yeah, if you're listening, KD, which I know you are, yo, we believe in you, and go get some help, my man. You know what I'm saying? You don't got to listen to them. You can turn your phone off, brother. Word. Turn your go phone read off Charlemagne's and book and set up some time with him. Mm, yeah, anxiety. Oh, uh, shout out to Charla. We'll <laughs> be Charla. Let's to, to wrap it up real quick on KD because KD on social media is always suck a move for me. Um, mm. He just gotta he gotta stop. I agree with Ron. That response was probably the most honest <laughs> response we've ever heard. He's telling his truth, he's which like, is the thing right, to do today. Right. He said, no. No. I got, I got feelings too. You know what I mean? So, no. But, but everything else about Katie's a sucker, man. I, you know, he just, and I think he's probably looking at it like, man, I'm about to be out for a long time, maybe even the whole season. But he's been no, a sucker for no, a Nobody's going to be talking about me. The Brooklyn Nets mm. may, maybe they'll make the playoffs. We'll see. But, like, nobody's going to be talking about me. Is there any and that bothers way, him. Is there any way for him to repair his his um, image? Yes. Yeah, hell yeah. Outside yeah. of winning a yes. championship. Outside Alex, of winning A-Rod. a championship. No, no. no. He's got to get A-Rod's people. Alex Rodriguez, nobody. Remember, people hated A-Rod. This guy is, A-Rod is, is a fucking superstar in, 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 like he's ESPN's media darling right now. They yeah, can't wait to roll a rod out. It's kind of disgusting to me. It is, and he doesn't even sound intelligent when he's talking. But that's a whole nother. That's a whole nother time. A whole nother topic. There's but, a good documentary yeah. called Screwball on Netflix. That'll make you hate a rod even more. So please watch. Yeah, I gotta watch that. <laughs> I gotta watch that. Please watch it, yeah. listeners. All right, yeah. so we get two out of two out of three. I thought it'd be unanimous, but I guess KD still has a little bit of life left in him. Did you have any? Did you have one you wanted to go out there with? I got a couple. Um, why don't I want to start with? Um, all right, so week week one, I think the Miami Dolphins played Baltimore Ravens. Is that right? <laughs> yes. They lost. I think the final. I score, don't know. If played them. I don't know if played them would be the right word. I know. You know what I'm saying? They, Maybe they, they, I think they came. They, they were, came to the, to the stadium. Yeah. Allegedly. Allegedly, they showed, they showed, yeah, they showed up. The one thing, and I didn't really, I just saw the highlights. I saw y'all texting when I was front row with the Eagles. Um, you know, I saw y'all talking about Lamar Jackson. And, uh, you know, I saw, you know, it looked like 
every play that he was throwing, he had about 30 seconds in the pocket clean and not a mm. defender in sight within 10 yards of the receivers. So anyway, they lost, what, 59 to 10. Mm. 59 to 10. So the OG of sucker question is what I what I did get a text message about was, I guess, I don't know if it was during the game or immediately after the game, but there were a whole bunch of players calling their agents demanding <laughs> trades for <laughs> a release. This ain't the NBA. It don't work like that in the NFL. So... I don't know, man. I mean, Touche, I remember when... Is that when, a suck OG move? I remember when me and you played in Western back in the day, and we had a couple of ass whippings during that day, but I don't, yeah. But we fought it through. I don't remember... I didn't stop. I didn't quit. I mean, some niggas quit. <laughs> but, I don't remember nobody. I don't know, because they all... Most of them sucked outside of most of them, me and you, so... I felt like... Uh, they was, were just was, happy to be on the field. Was Matt on our team that year? Matt came to one game. No, he might have came to the first game. He called his agent. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if he Matt remembers this shit. Hey, he called Matt his agent. Matt came to the first game, if I'm recalling this correctly. He said, Pops, I had enough. And I don't think it was because cause we didn't know we were that bad at first. I think he just had something else. He probably had other shit to do. On. Yeah, I think he was maybe, he might have been doing AAU at that time, honestly. Probably. But uh, yeah, that nigga said you're a big no one and done. <laughs> Hell yeah, so I'm not here. sure, but it don't look like something I want to be a part of. So I'm getting him out of here. So you know, <laughs> is it was it an OG? That's funny. Was it an OG or sucker move for those Dolphins players to call their agents immediately after the game or during the game and say I went out? You know what? I'm gonna say they didn't pull Levante Davis. <laughs> he didn't retire right then and there. Forgot about him. At the halftime. I'm going to say that it's an OG move. If oh, you got some I res- thought you were going the other way. No, if you got some respect about yourself and you feel like you can really add some value to a team and you love the game, you don't want to be a part of that. They were trading people left and right. We talked about the owner last episode. And the coach. And the coach. Where it's a shit show. They're trying to tank. And in the NFL, tanking doesn't exist. It doesn't work like that in that league and that sport. So I can understand why those guys don't want to be a part of that. But they didn't quit. They just called the agent and said, yo, is there any way I can get out of this shit, man? This is not what I saw myself signing up for. And we saw a bunch of bullshit. And we got Steven from Django as the damn coach. Mm. <laughs> Get me out of here. It's an OG move. All what right. you think? So, to combat that point, though, if you're the person that can make the change, and shouldn't you just want to make the change? Instead of making the call to say, I want to get out of here. It and don't I'm work like that in football, dog. Nah, one person, the, uh, one person can't finish. say, if I know I'm doing my job and the rest of these fucking guys aren't, and now we're depleted of talent because you traded it away. I mean, it's different in football, man. It's not one guy can't just take over a game in the last five minutes and win. It's not like that in football. Yeah, I get it. But you also are grown men, and you have to be accountable for what you're supposed to be doing out there. So control the things that you can control. And the famous words, and you just said them, and the famous words of Bill Belichick, do your job. So with that being said, the Ravens ain't no high-powered offense. 
They lost by 60 points to the fucking right. Ravens. Dog. Yeah. So, and guess what? And guess, and guess what? Of those fucking 53 men, whoever those 10 guys that were making the phone calls or maybe those 20 guys that was calling the agent, I'm sure that they was fucking getting burned out there too. All right? So why the fuck you want to leave when you the person that's fucking, you getting burned over here? That's a fucking move, man. It's a fucking move. You're getting paid millions of dollars chance down and make a fucking play. All of you niggas think. All of y'all all of y'all is fucking for the way that you got your asses blown up. Fuck out of here. They stink. You know what I mean? Sucker moves. All the way around. I'm, I'm I get your point. I'm I'm with, sucker moves. I, so I'm with I'm with Ron on this. I'm a I'm a stand for the sucker move, but I think is interesting is Brian Flores, that's his name, the head coach. He's probably gonna be one and done. If they go 0-16, mm-hmm. I hope he understands that all that Jay-Z shit that he was doing, exactly. you're going to be up on the sideline like your man. What was his name? Steve Wilkes. Yeah, he'll be right back to a mm. linebacker. Steve, Steve Wilkes was the coach of the Cardinals. He got one year. He didn't get any talent or anything, and they lost. And what happened? He was the he was a goat. They just right. they just bullshitted on the Rooney rule to show some good faith and hired a, a nigga to get in there, and they tanked mm-hmm. and they lost and mm-hmm. and you're out of there. And while you were there, you were Steven. For that one year, you got a chance to be a head coach. You were Steven. And you didn't back your players. No I mean, honor, that's... no integrity, no nothing. Yeah. You traded your last your left tackle two days before the season started. They're not giving you any tools to win. And see, John Gruden did that last year. But he's John Gruden. He got a 10-year contract. Right, and he's got a 10-year contract. This mm. guy, I just don't see it. Clown. Yeah, he's a clown. Man. Clown. But I'm going to say it's a sucker move for the players, man. You, it's a team game. You got to stay. You got to stay I in don't. it. I know. If I got to deal with that clown and an owner that's trying to play both sides of the fence, I don't want to be a part of that. I don't know if y'all was paying attention, but um, uh, Odell Beckham... I guess they lost. They, the Browns had a bad week, week one, right? They got they they got blown out by Tennessee, and it was a lot of there was a lot of talk of a three hundred thousand dollar watch or some shit he was wearing. I don't know, whatever that was about. But what I thought was interesting is this week he decided because I think the the Browns are playing the Jets, and the Jets defensive coordinator is Greg Williams. Greg Williams mm. oh, yeah. used to yeah. be the defensive go- coordinator mm. for Cleveland. Mm. So a lot of the talk this week, Odell Beckham randomly starts calling out Greg Williams. He said, you know, for allegedly ordering Brown's uh, defenders to take cheap shots on him when he played for the Giants in the preseason game in 2017. Said that, you know, the only thing that he's got to watch out for in this game is cheap shots and dirty hits because that's the only thing that Greg Williams teaches players, right? Now, Greg Williams was part of Deflate Gate with the Saints. We all know that, but now... No, it wasn't Deflate Gate. I mean, that was... Uh, what was the, the Bounty. Bounty, bounty, bounty Gate. Bounty Gate. My bad, my bad. Thank you. Um, but, but now we know Beckham is for the Cleveland Browns. And now the players that played for Williams during that time told Odell... Like yeah, I mean that was that was the agenda. We was we were told specifically to take cheap shots on you during that preseason game, where you know evidently he suffered a high ankle sprain, uh, in a, in that game and and that had an issue. He had an issue with that during the season. Now to me, I, I'm not a big Odell guy. You know I'm not a fan. I'm a big D Jacks fan, as y'all know, right? But okay. is it an OG or sucker move? For o for Odell to even 
bring this up if he got inside information after they lost by like 30 in week one? Hmm. Let's want to give a quick so here's call. What I'm gonna say. Let me, yeah, let me jump Jack. on that one. No doubt. So, in the same vein that Kobe is like the, you know, in WWE they have like the the the, the intercontinental <laughs> you know champion, the intercontinental hey, champion, yo, and the world champion. Whatever was the you intercontinental understand? champion? I fucked with it though. Don't ask me what why. What the fuck was that? Well, go ahead. You understand? So Odell is the intercontinental <laughs> fucking sucker award winner. Uh, recipient for the night, and he's going to have the award named after him because Odell is racking up the sucker moves as he goes along. You know what I'm saying? The whole watch thing, it's corny. Take right. the fucking watch off and catch the ball. Shut up and take it off. Win a playoff game. Yeah. Win, win, make you know the saying? playoffs. Win a playoff game. Yeah. Right. I so, wouldn't say I, it's I, corny I mean, if they, they haven't said they can't do it, right? He just... I don't know. It as shouldn't far be as the news. watch. Do it and don't talk about it. Right. Yeah, you know I'm saying in the in the in the famous words of of that white lady from Fox News, shut up and play football. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> cut it out, man. It's it's you're Are making we your serious. Sh- nigga. Shut up and dribble. I think. Yeah. I, that's what Are we really about. quoting that bitch on our show? Relax. Yeah, stop it. Come on. Yeah. Relax. Hey, man. Relax, nigga. We not quoting that bitch on our show about a black man. The fact of the matter is, you have sometimes you have to. It's it's not about you. It's not about him, and he's making this about him. Take the watch off. Don't bring that attention, the negative attention here. We just had a bad game. Then articulate that, nigga. Don't bring that bitch up on my show ever again. On our show. Here, here goes Bobby. Yeah. Here goes Bobby. Bobby. Don't worry about it. We've already trademarked the name. <laughs> if you know, you know. <laughs> if you knew better, you do better, nigga. <laughs> Bobby showed Yo, up. <laughs> uh, it was only a matter of time. You know what I'm saying? It's only episode two, season two. You know what I mean? Um, but no, so at the end of the day, Odell has to do, Odell has to realize that everything doesn't revolve around him. And bringing this Greg Williams thing is just another, it's just another distraction that the team doesn't need based off of what they just, what just happened to him. There's a lot of expectations for right. them coming into this year. Don't be a distraction. They Don't gonna, be a distraction. They're going to line his ass up on Sunday. Yeah. Who, who they play? Yeah. They play the Jets. Monday, uh, uh, it's Monday Jets night game. Stink. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's so a terrible with that being said, game. that is a terrible game. It, yeah, that just looks ugly. Yeah, that just looks ugly on on paper. You know what I mean, but yeah, it's a it's a sucker move. Odell Odell's got a at a certain point. Hopefully, he he realizes that yo, you're uh you're best on the football field. Stay out of the headlines. Move, I, I, this might be a first. I I'm just neutral on it. You can't be neutral. I'm just neutral. This is the there's first. No such there's a plenty of times I wanted to be neutral, and I had I don't to think it's OG one. or sucker. Like, I mean, if I had to choose, I would say sucker, but because it's definitely not OG. But yeah, I mean, yeah. well, let's move on. Yo, can I get one in? No, actually, you know what? No, because we're gonna we we we'll probably touch this later on. We're yeah, gonna, we gonna have on. to touch let's this. Move on. Yeah. So it's kind of in the same vein to an extent, 
So we saw what happened this week with the USA basketball team. Mm. Major disappointment. Or, or, or was it a disappointment? I mean, there were guys dropping out day by day, left, left and right, that didn't want to participate. So yeah, they end the up disappointment losing. disappointment was the roster. <laughs> well, right. They ended up losing to France by 10 points. And, I mean, based on what the roster was, I mean, what were the realistic expectations? Like, Kemba Walker's your best player. Kemba Walker mm-hmm. can ball, but if he's your best player. Who's on the roster? Yeah, look up the roster. I'll look at what you're talking about. If Kimber Walker is your best player, then we know for a fact you're going to have a hard time out there because all these other countries, as international as the game has become, Kimber Walker can't be your best player with a bunch of young guys without experience. Donovan Mitchell, we still don't know what he is. Uh, they had pretty much the Celtics starting five out there with Tatum and Brown and Marcus fucking smart. He was on the team? Yes. On the USA team. I mean, I understand it wasn't the Olympics, but I mean. So if this is right, it was Bam Adebayo. Not sure who he Big man from Miami. He's on Miami. Harrison Barnes, Jalen Brown, De'Aaron Fox, Joe Harris. De'Aaron Fox left. He left? He didn't play either. Okay. So you got to do the disclaimers on this list. Joe Thomas was there. Joe Harris. Joe Joe Harris. Joe Harris. Um, It might as well have been Joe Thomas. (laughs) 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 Um, (laughs) No difference. I think Kuzma was on the team, but I think he he ended up leaving or something. He had an injury or something. Kuzma didn't play. He didn't play. Brooke, Brooke, was Brooke Lopez out there? I, I don't. I don't know. remember seeing him. I don't him. think he was out there. I didn't see him either. He so this, this is the there. original list. So this is who they, who, who Jerry Colangelo thought he was getting. Chris Middleton. I don't think he Middleton played. did play. He did Middleton play. Played. Okay. Donovan Mitchell, Mason Plumley. Oh my God, Mason Plumley. Jason Tatum. I think PJ Tucker was originally on it, then I know he left. PJ Tucker don't want to play. Like, what the fuck is going on? Miles Turner, Kemba Walker, and wow, your man. Well, your man was on the team. Thaddy, Thaddeus Young. That's crazy. Thaddeus, babe. <laughs> Enough. I mean, that just just that just says it all. You got to give Pop more than that. And you're exactly, if Pop would have been Pop able to like get a that. medal on that team, that would have been his biggest accomplishment of all time. Carmelo couldn't play on that team? And Carmelo couldn't get on that damn team. <laughs> Cut it out. It's because they put people like Jerry Colangelo in power. And they don't hold him accountable for the wrecking ball that his well, son almost did to our Sixers. That's what I was going to say. So Colangelo came out saying he is going to remember all the guys that left them high and dry. He said he's going to remember this when the Olympics roll around. Is that a sucker OG move? It's a sucker move. It's a sucker move for him to say that? It's a sucker move. What does that mean? You're going to remember all the people that left and your team stunk? Now you're going to piss them off so they don't join you again? Get out of here. He shouldn't be right. in... He shouldn't... This is the issue what we have with, this, with old systems that have these white, archaic, antique people still involved 
in a game mm. that we love that black players dominate. Jerry Colangelo should be nowhere near anything affiliated with the NBA after he was involved yeah. in the Sixers and had his son Absolutely. appointed as GM to force Hanky out. I agree with and that. And his son's wife almost sabotaged the whole season and gave us Mark Tuchel faults. Get the fuck out of here. I don't think Colangelo will be around when the Olympics roll around. Meaning you mm. think he's not going to be on the team or he's not going to be with us anymore? <laughs> I mean, he'll be alive. Oh, that okay. I, just to make sure. <laughs> <laughs> I was look, I was looking at a picture. Lord and he looked, willing, he'll be alive. But I think after a comment like that, he, he's players may just boycott it or or threaten to, and they may have to go ahead and say, "Jerry, we need you to step down." He's not invited to Taco Tuesday. Oh, Jesus Christ! <laughs> Thank the Lord. That the trademark was rejected. We'll just say that they read they, they read your letters, all hundred. I didn't write no damn letters. <laughs> Yo, that nigga sent in a hundred letters with with fucking Marvin Gaye stamps. Let me ask you this: Is the USA uh, Olympic and international team for these games, whether it's the World Championship or World Cup? I don't know if they're calling it that or not. An international play is USA in trouble. And if they are, does it matter? Uh, trouble, maybe, but I, th- I think the talent, the, the gap in talent is, is tighter. But I still think, you know, you get premier players from the right. NBA to play, it's a wrap. Well, we, yeah, yeah. Seen the that premier before. players play, then yeah. yeah. We already know what it's going to be, most likely. Mm-hmm. But the fact that everybody backed out, a lot of people are contributing people backing out to the fact that the NBA has some parity now. So it's like, mm-hmm. we don't want to wear ourselves down because so many right. teams right. believe we have a long they have a mm-hmm. shot. Right. Yeah. That was, I don't yeah. know if that's true or not. That but. was Harden's, Harden's argument. He wanted to work on, work on his game or whatever he said. I, I but think, to me, can't you work? Isn't that the best place to work on your game though? Against, you know, legitimate competition. In live games instead of at a rec league where we saw you doing some nut ass hop step three off of one foot or whatever the fuck you're doing. Right. I don't know. It is, but I also but I also I mean I I get it from I mean it's it's fucked up for USA basketball, but I also get it from the standpoint that that's a it's a lot of traveling, it's a big commitment. Um I think Marcus Gasol was I was uh looking at something that he was saying and I think he said he literally got about after like four days after they won the championship, he had to report to uh, you know to the, to their to his uh, country's team. But most of guys are working out anyway. I mean, for Marcus, oh yeah, he made it all the way to the end of June. But these other guys, yeah. you plan to work out in the summer anyway, don't you? I mean, yeah, I think it's just a matter of of the commitment, you know. But I mean, shit, when we're down to fucking Joe Harris, I couldn't even pick Joe Harris out of the lineup. It's terrible. Well, Joe Harris will never be in the lineup, so. Or Joe Thomas. (laughs) Or Joe Thomas, to be clear. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) But again, Joe Thomas might have needed to be on the team and shit. Shout out to Go Dirt. While we had it. (laughs) (laughs) But, uh, you know, I just feel bad for Pop. You know, he's one of my favorite. He is my favorite coach of all time. Him and Larry Brown toss up. Happy belated birthday, Larry Brown, one of the greatest Sixers coaches of all time. Um, also, shout out to Charles Barkley for the statue 
at the Sixers Practice Center. So we can give a quick shout out there. But the guys that want to preserve their bodies and they always want to take these days off, like it, it could become a problem just from that standpoint. Guys want to be able to preserve themselves and play longer. And if they don't want to put in that extra wear and tear during the summer every other year, it could start to become a problem. I don't I, know. I think that the players, the main players you want to always show up every four years. It's a question right. of these, these interim games, these World Cups, these World Championships, whatever they are. Like, they will become, over time, more devalued. And I think they have over time anyway within the states with the talent we put out there. Marcus Smart shouldn't have a jersey. Let me ask you this. Do you think this is the first year this is Coach K stepped away? Right. I wonder if that has anything to do with it. I don't want to dwell too much on that, but I wonder if the fact that Coach K decided that it was going to be his last year involved, Pop, who I'm sure most players still respect, but people always, especially a lot of these young guys that didn't go to college, wanted to have a chance to work with Coach K. So, mm-hmm. something to think about. Could be a thing, but I don't know. Right. But hopefully, they figure it out. But, Colangelo, you can't be out here talking crazy like that, dog. You're going to remember somebody. Fuck out of here. Sitting next to your son. Remember those damn fucking tweets and text messages. How about that? But, we're going to wrap this thing up soon. Eagles, Atlanta. By the time this comes out, the game will be over. It'll be Sunday night, national television in Atlanta. Thoughts. We looked good in the second half, but that first half was a little scary, in my opinion. Defense was terrible, that secondary. I still don't really like Schwartz not blitzing ever. And when he did blitz, when it was 4th and 15, to Mm. fucking end the game they fucking got a first down and I took the line and they scored a fucking touchdown and fucking lost so he actually blitzed less in the second half compared to the first like so we're not good at blitzing we're not I don't don't know they they had max protection where they were dropping like five or six seven guys to protect Keenum so I don't know with the front four you're ever going to be able to get to him at that point but yeah, Fletcher Cox right. had a bad first half yeah, anyway. The front four ain't going to be able to get to him. That's why they did it, because they knew the Eagles aren't going to blitz. Let's just put some extra protection in there, because we just got to worry about the front four. Well, they yeah, but they had a backup left tackle, too, just Trent Williams wasn't playing, too. I mean, there was a lot of things, I think, that, that led to that, but they, they didn't get any pressure on the quarterback. You uh, have to have a stout secondary to just rush your front four, and we don't that's have true. that. That's true. I, what I need them to do is figure out if they're gonna are they gonna play Sidney Jones or are they gonna play Rasul Douglas? Like you got to figure out you got to choose one. Um, they started Rasul, which I think surprised everybody because all through training camp it was Sidney Jones, it was Sidney Jones out there. His progression, right, right, and and so that threw off a lot of people. And then uh, uh, Rasul got burnt um, uh, by by uh, or whatever the guy's name is. I think that's a rookie uh, for the for the Redskins, but so, yeah. But looking forward to this game, I think the Eagles win. I think now we're talking about Julio Jones and Calvin Ridley, one of the other great young wide receivers out there. I like if, the birds. If they exploit that secondary, if they're smart enough and strategically know what they need to do, it could be a long night. Could be. It could be. And I didn't really like Carson Wentz in that first half. And I was I what I was told from my sources, 
that Doug Peterson told him not to throw it to, to Ertz in the first half. Wow. Because why he just because he just wants to key in on him, and to be a good quarterback, you got to see the field and spread it around. So apparently, Doug Peterson told Carson Wentz, "Do not throw the ball to Car to, to Zach Ertz unless you absolutely have to." Zach Ertz had one uh, target yep. in the first half. Yeah. Okay. And I'm not mad at that. Yeah, I respect yeah. Doug I mean, Peters- Peterson for doing that. But Get some other the guys fact that him. he had to tell him that is a whole nother conversation. I, I think everybody at this point knows that that's a thing. You're tight end like Zach Ertz broke the record last year for the most reception as a tight end. Okay. But that should not be the case. I mean, that's a great accomplishment for Zach Ertz. But if that's the case and you're trying to be a Super Bowl competing team, your tight end should not have that many catches. We saw the difference when Nick Foles came in in the connection with Alshon Jeffrey. It was good to see the connection with, with D-Jax. I was concerned before they opened that up. And the fact that they established that week one should open yeah. up everything open else up. for the rest yeah. of the season. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I think yeah. I, I think Wentz had a great game um, overall. I think it was like the fifth, fifth, fifth highest QB rating of his career, but I think you know Alshon got two touchdowns too, so so it was good. I think um, you know I think it was you know first half was not was not good at all. Right, right. Um, no. definitely. And they but they didn't play in, the, play in the preseason, so I'll say all right. First half was their preseason game. What was funny in the building though, because I was there was a uh, it was a lot of Redskins fans talking heavy shit. I mean, we ended up walking around six minutes left. In the first half, like, I got to get out of here. I got to walk around. And, uh, you know, it was all these Redskins fans with their IGs out, kind of looking, recording all the Eagles fans who all, we all look terrible. That second half, I seen a lot of tears in their eyes. They were quiet. It was real funny to see the the, 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 the turn of emotions from the Skins fans. It's no way they could have expected they were going to have a good season. Right. Right. So, got got a dude behind me kept saying, "Here we go again." <laughs> right. Like I was upset at the first half, but I really wasn't that concerned. You weren't scared, right? I wasn't it was like, scared. I, yeah. Because it was too much time left, and the skins are the, are yeah. the skins. Yeah. Right. Yep. So. Yeah. It was like it was like, damn, this sucks to be seeing this, but I have a feeling we're gonna turn this shit around. Had a big injury though yeah. with Malik. Uh, Malik, what's your man? Uh, Malik Jackson. Jackson. That's yeah. a big injury. Yo. I Shout think we'll be family. okay. I think we'll be okay. Yeah, we'll figure it out. Hopefully he gets back to us soon. I don't think he's out for the season. Nah, he's done. They said indefinitely. Yeah. So, it's a, it's a chance he can come back. They didn't say, from what I read, it wasn't out I for the season. I thought they put him on IR. I saw yeah. indefinitely. He's out indefinitely. Is what I saw. But again, the commentators suck because they said it was cramps. Yeah, I was texting y'all and I told people, I was <laughs> like, nah, we good. It's cramps. <laughs> I was like, oh, they said it was cramps. It was like, oh, a bunch of guys have cramped up today. Malik Jackson seems to be another victim. It wasn't no damn cramps. Wow. But um, so we all got a win this week versus Atlanta. We're going with Hell the win. Yeah. All right. Hell yeah. I'm going Without with that a doubt. Too. I'm going with that too. Yeah, get, get, well, get well, Malik. So we're going to end this up. I wanted to go through a couple of guys. We had one segment during the Nipsey Hustle episode, and we said we're going to start doing this reoccurring is the Victory Lap episode. 
where we shout out athletes that are doing positive things within the community. And some, you know, I posted on Instagram, but I just just wanted to mention Steph Curry. Yeah, he's got to deal with Aisha Curry all the time, so we always pray for him. We hope that he's okay. (laughs) (laughs) But we also want to point out the fact that he is now funding and sponsoring Howard University's golf team. Howard hasn't had a golf team in decades. And Steph Curry is now stepping in. And for the next six years, he is going to sponsor and fund their golf team. And they're going to be a Division I golf team within the NCAA. And he is going to fund that for the next six years. Now, we know that Steph Curry is an avid golfer. I don't think he's won a lot of those celebrity tournaments. He gets busy. He gets it in. The fact that he's going to an HBCU that he's not even connected to, and he's going to spend his time and money to make sure the African-American athletes at that school have a chance, not only in, in the world of golf, but we know a lot of deals happen where? On the golf course. A lot of negotiations and relationship building happen on the golf course. When I went to Hampton University, I graduated from Temple, initially started at Hampton University. If you were in the business school, golf was a requirement. They made golf a required course. That's dope. A lot of people don't understand how important that sport is within business. So shout out and kudos to Steph Curry. For making sure that he's a part. Now, I'm quite sure <laughs> Under Armour probably has something to do with this. I, I wouldn't be too surprised if Under Armour is actually shelling out a good amount of the money themselves. But mm-hmm. a couple horns for my man, Steph Curry. We rock with you. We appreciate that. I had another one I want to shout out. We're talking about the Eagles. Uh, Deshaun Jackson is back. Two touchdowns. He has, what is he, number five on the list of 50-plus touchdowns of all time? 50, 50 uh, yards? I think he might be number two. He's, he's, he's climbing high on the list. Behind Jerry. 50-plus-yard touchdowns of yeah. all time. Yeah, I believe he is number yeah, two number behind two. Jerry. But what he also did was he had these custom Nipsey Hustle cleats. That's dope. That yeah. were dope. And each week, Deshaun Jackson is going to wear those cleats and auction them off to the highest bidder. And all of the money is going to go to Nipsey Hussle's kids. Phenomenal. Deshaun Jackson is from the neighborhood. Deshaun Jackson is connected to the community. And the fact that he wanted to go ahead and do that for his friend. And he didn't want that memory to die. The marathon continues. So, I want to see what they're going for the first couple of weeks. And if I can get my hands on a pair, I'm going to try to do that. Because I think that's dope. And then Neighborhood. I'm gonna, and then I'm going to try to sell them for more than I bought them for. But that's that's a whole other story. We're not going to get into that. But <laughs> shout out. Maybe you can recoup your money for the marathon clothing <laughs> we don't have. Exactly. I still haven't gotten my shit, guys. <laughs> I check every day. Just saying, <laughs> I was supposed to go to LA this week. I was supposed to be in LA this week, 
And I was like, damn, I still ain't got my shit. That store got to be open by now. I'm going to roll up in there. But then I thought, this is Crenshaw, so I probably should just chill. I'll just yeah. wait and see if I get my shit. We had had an in memory of episode for you next week, nigga. <laughs> that wouldn't have went well. Yeah. My big black Sam might have took me out. The way I'm feeling. So. For sure. Shout out to them, though. Marathon, seriously, Marathon continues. Shout out to Sean Jackson for continuing to keep the memory alive. And I hope we can continue to see things like that. Um, and, yeah. and not forget what Nipsey Hussle meant to the community. Cool. I have one more um, to add real quick, and this one's a shout out to Marshawn Lynch, Beast Mode, Ambassador of Skittles. We all love him. Um, so everybody remembers Marshawn on the field, uh, but one thing we do know about him is he's all about Oakland. And so yeah, it was, it was cool. It was cool to see an article this week where, you know, he was named a co-owner of a newly formed Arena Football League team. Uh, known as the Oakland Panthers, they're going to be playing at the um, the Oakland Arena, which was mm. formerly known as the Oracle Arena, where uh, uh, the Warriors, as we know, used oh, to play. Okay. Um, yeah. So this upcoming spring, um, they're going to they're going to play there, and um, it was kind of dope to see. You know, he's still he's still investing in his community by you know having ownership in his team, and actually. You know, the Oakland Panthers were right. named after the Oakland's Black Panther history of the 60s. So mm. I just thought it was very on brand, as we know, of Beast Mode to, 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 to keep it all the way black. So it was good to see. I think he started, he came into the investment by just going to a game, came across the owners and, and, and they said, hey, man, would you like to be involved? And he, and he jumped at the right opportunity. So shout out to Beast Mode for still doing dope shit outside of football. Um, <laughs> And also getting the hell out of the way of the Raiders when you saw that nut-ass nigga Antonio Brown coming. <laughs> and the fact that they about to lose their team, at least he's trying to give them something. Right. You know, I think that's pretty dope, too. But, you know, we're going to wrap this thing up. You know, fly, Eagles, fly. Hopefully we at 2-0 and o next week. Uh, feel good about it. Um, Definitely do. I think that... Um, you know, I think we'll win the division. The Cowboys this this season is going to be interesting because I will say, as much as I don't like Dallas, and it was the Giants. It's the Giants, people. Dak Prescott looked pretty damn good. Word. And Jerry Jones might have fucked up by not just paying him. Before, yeah, because the price the, went up. The price went up. He could have probably got him for less than the Jared Goff deal. And yeah. now I I doubt it. Like the way he was every eating, week, yeah, he was looking off the safety. The like he wasn't up. doing no shit like that before. Jared Goff still has to be told where to go with the ball ten seconds before the snap, which is ridiculous that he would get paid that amount of money and he still can't read defense. He got paid more than once. White privilege, but <laughs> either they don't know, don't show, or don't care about what's going on in the huddle. We'll see y'all next time. Peace. Peace. Peace.